0: So January, everyone knows, is the most depressing month of the year Mm -hmm. with post-Christmas blues and whatnot. So we are going to be talking about feel-good films for you to watch to make you get through the horrible, horrible winter months. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I don't know. I only know one that you spoke about, Martin, but apart from that, I don't know what your feel-good films are. So
1: I bet you could guess what one of his is going to be. Lee,
0: is yours Batman. No Jurassic no. Park. Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there we go. We've got the mention in nice and early. <laughs> so, who wants to go first, Martin?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I can go first. Uh, so, my uh, my first one is um, I was uh, so I was born in the eighties, so I was kind of too young to hit the Breakfast Club. So, thankfully, in the mid nineties, um, there was a film called Empire Records that uh, is like described as like a sort of coming-of-age-slash-cult film um, in a similar sort of way that The Breakfast Club um, was. But it's about um, a load of uh, teenagers at work in a record shop in America, and they find out that the shop hasn't been doing too well, and the owner's looking to sell it off to a big chain. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, um, a sort of... The, the whole film is then about them uh, trying to figure out how they're going to buy back the shop. Uh, So that doesn't need to be sold to the to the man, you know.
0: Sounds like it's got a bit of a be kind rewind vibe about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's um, uh, it's as I say, it's sort of uh, the film. It's sort of broken up with uh, like each character has their own little issues that they're going through and things. Um, And uh, I was looking back through the cast this morning uh, because I thought, well, there's only a couple of like really sort of big stars but obviously when they are a lot younger in it um, but it turns out there's, there's actually uh, more than I thought oh, right. um, so uh, Liv Tyler is in it
0: yeah I thought she was
1: um, Ethan Embry who was in uh, That Thing You Do uh, is in it uh, Robin Tunney from The Craft and like a ton of other stuff is in it uh, Renny Zellweger uh, is in it Anthony LaPaglia is in it and a really really young Toby Maguire is in it oh. um, which i just forgotten all about mm. um, so yeah, I mean, the cast um, The cast is ace. Um, and it is just one of those sort of, like, because it's a coming-of-age sort of film, it naturally has a nice happy ending and things to it. Mm. Uh, two, uh, the soundtrack is brilliant. Um, it's got, uh, like, um, Edwin Collins. Uh, well, it's just a, it's a 90s film that has one of these sort of, like, kick-ass soundtracks on. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that sort of beats up, because we watched it a while ago, and it's almost got the... Um, It's almost got the feel like it should be a musical, on it. But short of the cast actually not singing, like every scene is dictated by a different song.
2: And it's a better film for not having songs in the middle of it. Yes, yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's cool. I mean, when you say each scene is dictated by a song, is it kind of like you know how Edgar Wright will edit his?
1: Um, No, so not sorry, not in that sort of sense. But that you can't have a scene go by without the feel that they've they've sort of put a song in there for the sake of it. Yeah,
0: everything's there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and because it's set in a a record shop um, it kind of takes like quite a prominent part of the scene so even in even in the way that they've mixed the sound and things where sometimes the dialogue is maybe a little bit quieter Mm. or the background music is louder than it should be Mm. um, then uh, uh, yeah so it's uh, a yeah it's just a really nice um, uh, just a really nice
0: film Yeah. Uh, yeah it's always quite a nice feeling when you spot actors that you either didn't know we were in the film or mm-hmm. uh, had forgotten. Like, I remember, it's not a feel-good film, but I remember watching Henry V yeah, yeah. and realising that Christian Bale was oh, okay. the, one of the younger boys in it. He gets slaughtered, so I wouldn't recommend that in general <laughs> too much. But what would you say, before we come to you, Like constitutes an ultimate feel-good film? What um, are the main factors that you need?
1: It definitely has to have a happy ending. Happy ending. Um, some sort of... Um, Relatable, I guess, not even likable, but relatable character, mm-hmm. uh, like main character in it. So I'd class something like as good as you get, as good as it gets, as a feel good film. Even though the character, like Jack Nicholson's character, is just horrible for the whole time until yeah. that little sort of Scrooge. Even like a Christmas Carol could always be classed right, as a feel good yeah. film, you yeah. know. Um, but uh, yeah, and then there has to be some sort of some sort of horrible thing happen or like sad thing happen. For mm. it to build itself back up to have this ultimate happy ending,
2: I think. Yeah. For me, um, well, Jurassic Parks obviously needs to have dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> needs to have dinosaurs. <laughs> um, uh, f- for me, like, a feel-good film, I always think of it as just being something that is usually laden with nostalgia for somebody else. So it doesn't. I, I don't know if it, if there's certain things it needs to have. It just needs to make you feel good mm. while you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the nostalgia
1: side is really interesting because you could class like when i watched the first series of stranger things that's like a feel-good tv show yeah, yeah. it's very like action and there's mm-hmm. some like scare bits and things in there
2: but ultimately you get this sort of like the way warm it looks and... feel oh, of, yeah. yeah even just personal nostalgia i always feel happy watching quadrophenia because it reminds me of a particular time in my life when I was okay. always at like, house parties and stuff like that, and yeah. that would always be on and, um, Would you be a mod or a rocker? Mod, mod, absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um,
0: I would have put you as a rocker, <laughs> oh, actually. Ah, better
2: <laughs> <It's> True. <laughs> I, but I, I couldn't ride a scooter because I'd, I'd <laughs> Just look like
0: veering off into a hedge. I, I'd look like a
2: clown on any scooter because <laughs> they're true. so small. They're and I'm so small. massive. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah just anything that makes makes you feel good'cause that's what I was trying to think of this with things like I think Jurassic was like my ultimate like for any time film mm. film um and like but my my other ones I was thinking of uh were things like apocalypse now and stuff because oh. for
1: a feel good part because
2: I love watching it <sighs> And like it, right, again, okay. it reminds me. It reminds me of a time when I was just starting to get into watching films for right, okay. the content of the films, not right, just okay. oh, so what but, was around. So would you have a
1: different? Would you could you separate? Enjoyment of watching a film and like oh, a
2: you film that do, makes you feel good. Could do for, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I, 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 I understand there might be a genre for yeah. it, but for me, yeah, that's I just what keep you class thinking, as a yeah, yeah
0: yeah It's, okay. like a, it's, it's a, what you a, associate a with thing. nice memories. Yeah, yeah. So I could put that's like, not my
2: feel good film, by the way. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> An example.
1: Yeah, I could put like pulp fiction yeah. in there, but I wouldn't really class it as More a feel good Yeah,
0: film. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I'd say Jurassic Park's <laughs> one of mine as well. Um Lord Would you put the, the
1: um uh, just on the Jurassic Park thing, mm. um obviously there's like the big like the big sweeping shots of the park and things, but would you put the the soundtrack as like a key factor to I that think feel the, good side? The side soundtrack
0: yeah. like the the bits I've noted for the films I've chosen, like the soundtrack just makes you feel more yeah. yeah,
1: Because that theme you could hear on the radio or here without Without watching the film mm. and still get that same feeling we've only too. mentioned Absolutely. it it's already in my head yeah, yes same. <laughs>
0: yeah. i've said to you before saving mr banks is a big yes. feel-good film for me and yeah. the soundtrack is just lovely. i it's so moving.
1: the last 10 minutes of that over christmas oh really what bit... did you think of the last 10 minutes uh, d- <laughs> yeah it was, do you know what, it was a really good film. <laughs> um they it was just a bit in the they just come to the end of the film when they're watching it in the cinema and oh I think yeah I can't remember who the woman is, but she's Emma was, Thompson. Yeah, she was crying, mm. um, and then it went up to the credits. So I was like, well, that seemed like a nice film.
0: <laughs> you watched Emma Thompson cry, and then you are like, "Yeah, I feel good. She's a brilliant actress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Saving Mr. Banks is absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I agree with Lee. I guess, well, it's kind of like a mixture of the two of you. It massively comes from a place of memory, mm-hmm. um, no matter what the genre is, mm-hmm. obviously. Talking about Apocalypse Now, which yeah, yeah. is... <laughs> Not it's, it's, feel good. It's not. There's a rom com. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not a rom com. Um, but yeah, with saving Mr. Banks, even a character who's who you might not have much in common with, everyone has those relatable traits of going yeah. through personal struggle yeah, and yeah, overcoming yeah. it, and yeah. that's. What makes you feel nice.
2: Personal struggles, like dinosaurs. Yeah, like dinosaurs. Yeah, very
0: (laughs) relatable.
1: (laughs) Everyone has their own dinosaur. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's what makes like that's what makes sort of everything, I guess. And you like look at songs and things like that. Like Elbow are such a good band because Mm -hmm. Guy Garvey can write a very familiar setting words about things. So uh, you know, if you can get something that people can relate to, Mm. um, and as you say, you can put it in any context or any genre because people look into those things. Himself like like they'll watch Jurassic Park oh, yeah. that T Rex, that's a really good uh, signifier of my, you know, life or you know whatever it might the be or something that's t- yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, Um yeah. so yeah yeah that's a that's a good point. Yeah.
0: One that popped into my head. Have you seen Eddie the Eagle?
1: Yes, that was a really good. Feel good such
0: a good feel good film. I hate Eddie the Eagle. Do you? No, Apparently he's going to get interviewed on Monk's radio sometime soon. Not by you. I, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be interesting. On the man in line. Oh, no. Lee's going to call up. You're right, know, Yeah. Boom. It going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I loved Eddie the Eagle. And again, there's like, it's films that have a sort of innocence about... Uh, yeah. Mike oh, absolutely. An innocent quality. in yep. Eddie the Eagle, he's so sort of pure. Yeah. And just is just going on passion no matter what anyone says I mean, Well, yep. that lovely. film
2: you got us to watch the hunt for the wilder well, people it, has that was another film. one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that absolutely was great. yeah and
1: as like i said to you last night about my connection with star wars as a four-year-old with glasses i can uh, sort of uh attach myself to trek, a young yeah.
2: star trek did i say star wars yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god you get murdered for that martin. martin god god almighty <sighs> i have to edit that <laughs> i know yeah. Yeah. and pause for edit <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, like seeing like a like a a, a child Eddie the Eagle, mm. and it's like oh yeah, I can get that yeah. Because yeah. I think any kids with glasses, I'm just like yeah, I was you once.
0: <laughs> did you did you get a lot of stick for having glasses as a kid? No, no, oh, I was still okay. quite a tall kid <laughs> yeah. as well. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, no, I don't remember. So you might unearth some sort of memories I'm keeping hidden there. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all
0: masked in a feel-good episode, but really, know. nothing we makes want you to feel better. Some dark yeah. stuff.
2: <laughs>
1: Seeing a man in his mid-thirties cry. Tell me about your parents. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, no, but that yeah, that Eddie the Eagle film that is re- it's like really endearing, it and is even endearing, once it gets yeah. into like teenagers and adulthood, um, as well, you kind of forget that it's a real story. I know and that he's a real person it's mental really isn't yeah. it yeah um and even though i remember seeing him on like ski sunday and on the olympics and things yeah. on telly and you do you kind of did think oh this is a bit of like a he's a bit of a clown mm. um and he's kind of not taken seriously but obviously he had to take it seriously because he still had to be good enough to get up to that yeah. stage in yeah. the first place uh yeah but it, that was what was nice and there was a similar film about uh called frank about Frank Sidebottom.
0: I haven't watched um, that but as well uh, which
1: is got the same sort very of very good reviews. Yeah, real sort of endearing thing. And I think it was Chris Morris
0: film. Oh, was it. I want to say yeah, so is it this where the he has the um cartoon head, head yeah, on. Happy yeah, yeah.
1: head, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh yeah, so th- that had another like really endearing thing about it as well because you knew sort of like I can't remember what the guy's actual name is but the guy who played Frank Sidebottom in real life. Mm was this really nice sort of like charity giving character and everything so then they put this really endearing film together about about his life which is sort of it's not about his life it's about a character called frank but there happens to be things that match up in real life with what happened in the film um but yeah no that's just got the same sort of feel as like a eddie the eagle like this sort of british i should watch it then because i
0: didn't realize it was a feel-good film yeah not that i've given it much research um yeah um Robin Hood Prince of Thieves that's one that's of a my good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of those ones where it makes me feel so nice that I completely turn a blind eye to like Kevin Costner having an American accent. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And a mullet. Yeah. And the fact that he it's walks from mullet, like the yeah. White yeah, the White Cliffs of Dover to Nottingham in like Yeah, yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a feel good one. Might go watch that this afternoon actually.
1: Yeah, that's good for the sort of weather.
0: It is good for it. It's horrible. I can't
1: even see yeah, no, that's that's a good one. And again, like I'll, going back to the soundtrack, because that song was that song oh, was in Brian the for like fourteen weeks. Yeah, or like that, crazy.
2: It was the longest number one, wasn't it, yeah. at the time? It's
1: so ingrained mm. in uh, I guess uh, all of our minds or anyone over like the age of what, like twenty eight or something mm-hmm. like that. I guess mm-hmm. uh, so, like from thirty onwards. Um, that I think as soon as you see it in the context of the film then,
2: it is a bit like,
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> I remember that. I remember that, that song being in the charts and thinking to myself, even as a child, yeah. like, who's buying
0: this now? <laughs> How is it still? Yeah. How is it still going?
2: Yeah. Well, that was the same um,
1: when uh, Home Alone was at number one in the box office for like 14 weeks at so Perfectly acceptable. And, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's mad that Home Alone was top for that long mm. after watching we talked about the Netflix series yeah the movies that made us and hearing how how close it came to just being chucked in the bin yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah, about Warner Brothers kicked themselves over the I can
2: imagine yeah I think you you don't get like the explosion megastars anymore do you no like um I suppose maybe the girl from Stranger Things might be a, the mm. Millie Bobby Brown is that her name? Yeah. Might be a, the closest thing at the minute for someone that just came out of nowhere. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But like, it's not the same as Macaulay Culkin like pre-internet days. Home Alone comes out, and this child is the biggest star in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over like overnight.
1: Yeah, because he'd I, only done Uncle Buck before that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Yeah, how do you come from that to that? Yeah,
2: but I think that's one of the things that keeps films like that there because mm-hmm. people have no other ways to see this person that's exploded. Yeah. So the, you've got to go to the cinema and watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good, <laughs> yeah. Old yeah. Good old Macaulay. Good
0: old Macaulay. Okay, what films, I know I didn't mention this, but uh-huh. what films would you say avoid like The Plague in January? Oh wow, okay shortage. musicals.
2: Shh. musicals. No, I love <laughs> musicals. <laughs> so Wait, sad. no,
0: avoid Limiz that is not a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's one to, to watch.
1: Yeah. Um I would say uh Control, which is the story of Ian Curtis from Joy Division. Oh yeah. Mm. Um which is it's a very good film, mm. but just go into it already being very happy.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um I watched it with a hangover one Sunday night <laughs> and it, I, it's it's the closest time I've caught I got into bed afterwards and I just thought, Do you know what? You're probably gonna die in your sleep now. So <laughs> you've had a good life. You've had a good inning. This is a good way to set it. Yeah. Me off. <laughs> oh, it is. It's a it's a grim film. Yeah. Um, Why just? Well, just like it's obviously based on a real story.
0: Is the so... way it's filmed really sort of?
1: The way it's filmed really good, but I think it's because, like any, real life story that doesn't that has hasn't got a happy ending, you know it's coming, mm. and so you sort of feel it creeping up on you. And then you go, well, how are they actually going to address this when it when it comes round? And um for anyone that doesn't know, um, Ian Kurtz was a singer in Joy Division and he hung himself on uh the night before they were due to go and do their American tour, uh their first like big American tour. Um Why? D- uh, just like d- depression Depressed. and yeah, yeah. And um so he um so you're watching this film and you know it's coming, you know they're gonna address it and you know it's probably going to come nearer the end of the film. Mm. So you sort of get into it, and you start connecting with the characters and things, as, you know, all good sort of script writing and things should be able to do. Mm. Um, and then it comes, and then the way that they film it, they obviously they don't show you, like, him, like, hanging or anything. You just get the obvious, um, the bits that you never really think of, like you read about it in the pa- in the papers or in the magazines, you read biographies, but they've obviously actually addressed, well, what, like, the rest of Joy Division how they reacted to it and things at the time then you go oh god now i've just built up this sort of um uh like connection and almost like friendship with the other band members now you're going through their grief Mm. that you sort of go through that which you don't uh, you don't kind of get a lot with films especially with fictitious characters because although you connect them you've still got that thing of going well they're fictitious so it doesn't actually happen was this actually happened
0: why did you watch that when you were hungover
1: uh, because it was, uh, because it was Joy Division and I, I really liked the band and I thought, oh, this could be quite a nice sort of like thing to get me through my, <laughs> not sort of thinking ahead <laughs> and going, oh no, it's not like you're watching like a Ramones biography or something mm. where a lot of it's really happy and oh yeah, they have the, their moments Spots and things, sp- but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah there could have been better films to watch um but that and on from a more fictitious one um if you've ever seen shane meadows dead man shoes
0: oh god yeah that's uh, i've only ever remember, watched
1: that once same
0: i, I can't bring myself to watch it again. by it
1: yeah because it's just um it's probably i think paddy considine's best film he's ever done mm-hmm. and so he plays um he plays a guy who's come back he's in the army and he comes back because his brother who's got very obvious learning difficulties has been bullied by these local drug dealers and so he's basically come back to and the brothers sort of going that's him over there he was right you stay there brother i'll go and sort him out and he's picking off the the drug dealers one by one basically um but it's the twist at the end that then makes you go oh god this (laughs) is not yeah you need a thousand disney films to make (laughs) you happy again (laughs) but yeah as i say I've only ever watched it once because I'm like I don't want to go back to watch something that's upsetting. Oh
0: again. I remember. I remember thinking the way it looked as well was very like, you know, like grim grey Britain. Oh yeah, yeah. And the colour grading on it is. Oh, it should be Russian. Yeah. It's that sort yeah. of.
2: Yeah. I, I find I get a bit bored of watching brown films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like yeah.
1: That. I mean, this is like. It's very concrete. Yeah, yeah very concrete. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like washed out blues and washed out greens mm-hmm. and things in it. And it's like even the scenes where there'd be a bit of color in it, uh, like there's a, so there's a scene in a in a house and there's some like orange lights and things in there. But even the sort of warm lights, they darken the. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So...
0: it's not very pleasant visually. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, it's very successful in what it was aiming to it, achieve, yeah, yeah. but it's not it's enjoyable. Not nice. Yeah, yeah no.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's probably that's probably the grimmest film I think I've ever seen. I and struggle
0: it's... to
2: get sad from watching films. Right, I watch like, that. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll have a go. You're just discovering Lee is a
0: sociopath. <laughs> no, no, because no, I'll get like, like I said, said to
2: you before, like acts of heroism and stuff like that. Since I've had a child oh, seem yeah. to get me oh, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that, but yeah. I can't. Like, I, I, I wasn't happy after watching like Schindler's List. But I was no sadder than when I went into it. You know, it, mm. it was like, oh, well, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. move on. That, yeah. it's, but I do don't... you
1: think with something like that, it's because there's a you've got the hisco- historical context to it. it. And so, like, my experiences of the Second World War is through a textbook in school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's very, it's almost kind of clinical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many horrific photos, because some of those textbooks were bloody horrible. Um, I think no matter you what don't make know a personal it's not connection. real that's the thing you yeah.
2: know, it the, the, the film's not real right yeah 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 you know, it's the um, it's not like when I went to a like a um, Holocaust Memorial you know you're going around reading and looking mm. at all these right it's yeah, yeah. pretty grim yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at least I knew I wasn't a sociopath when I walked out of there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I watched the same thing that reenacts that as a film Oh, you kind of have that. I know even though you are know, in LA. Even though you know it's based on something yeah, else. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, so you actually have to. So, can you watch the news at all? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: well I, I'm not sure if that's as uh, any any more real than that than the film. I shouldn't have brought honest, the news. <laughs> um, but um, do you watch those daytime television campaigns
1: about like give one pound a day to help the starving children? No. Okay. No, right, right, you no, can't no. deal with those oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> to be fair it's the animal ones I can't deal with like take everything <laughs> oh, right, <okay. laughs> the dogs need t-shirts um, <laughs> but yeah so it, it, I, I don't really really get that the, yeah. I, I don't like being bored when I'm not happy so the uh, my E.T. is not a good film to watch in January right okay like, I've, I'm on about f- number 40 of that so far this month <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I'm not Oh, the only thing that's good about ET is I worked out. You know when he gets really sick mm. at the yeah. end, uh, and he goes all grey and white. Yeah, it made me giggle because I realised he looks like he should be strung up in a delicatessen. <laughs> you sure you're not I so think so we <laughs> are
0: like touching on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, what were your grim films?
0: Um, oh, The Perfect Storm always. Okay. Like, I remember mm-hmm. watching it when I was about fourteen, and mm-hmm. I never watched it since. But. I remember not liking that George Clooney was just floating in the sea, waiting yeah. to die. I thought yeah. that was horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but in terms of grim, grim, um see. I asked you the question. And I hadn't even thought of an answer myself. Right. Okay. Um, but that I don't like any of the films that are like concrete grey. Mm-hmm. Just unsettles me. Yeah. Or I, I mean, I don't like it when the weather's grey. Anyway, like yeah, yeah, I would yeah, much yeah, yeah. rather it be raining. But let me think. People get buried. When people are buried
2: <laughs> alive like that well that well that buried me. yeah right. with ryan yeah. reynolds that's a horrible film because
0: mm-hmm. you get the glimmer of hope at the end don't you
2: yeah <gasps>
0: yeah <laughs> sends and shivers down your final horrible fine, horrible, horrible. Yeah.
1: the uh there's a film called killer joe with matthew mcconaughey in it and it is not a rom-com <laughs> <laughs> um he plays this sl- are you sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> he play he he stoves a guy's face in with a tin of beans um, but does he do it for love he does do it for love yeah,
2: yeah.
1: uh it's, oddly i'm trying to think what uh he do in yeah some way roundabout in th- way in a very roundabout way yeah i think he does <laughs> um but yeah that's quite a i don't really call it grim but it's sort of like a, a insight into like middle american life kind mm. of all the the stereotypes that you think might be you mm. about that then yeah that that sort of plays onto that but that's just a very dark shot film yeah. so although there's like some grim points to it it's just like the as you say like the overall look of the film mm. is just quite a dark shot like seven yeah. it's a yeah. very so dark it's a film. grim
2: looking film mm, it is yeah. yeah
1: um and although it's not it's obviously it's like quite a hard watch in places it's it didn't bring out i watched it as though like it was a horror film so and you kind of have that detachment a little bit. Yeah. So like, some people, like some people, will say like, what's like, what's the horror film that's left you thinking like, oh god, that I really feel uneasy about that. There isn't really a lot, but I'd always go back to Dead Man Shoes. I It's not a horror film, I so, said, but as far as what how it, it, left, how you. it left you feeling it goes, way more like affected than any other, <laughs> like yeah. any. Horrific. I think
2: a Serbian film's the only one that's affected me like that.
1: Uh I wouldn't watch that because it's just a terribly scripted and oh, idea film. no no film. It's,
2: it's an awful film <laughs> yeah. and there's no I, I think there's very little artistic merit to it but I think mm. that it's it's just I've never watched a film and then comes come to the end of it and gone that all seems a little over the top. Yeah <laughs> that seems a bit too far. A
0: bit much for me. Yeah.
2: Yeah so uh um yeah no I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't be asked with uh, with that at all.
0: <laughs> um, it didn't really leave me in terms of horror. Creep got to me quite a lot. The end of Creep, right? Okay, I
1: don't think I've seen what's that. Creep,
0: the actor, it. what's his name? He's in uh, the morning show. You know the new series with Jennifer Aniston and yes. Reese Witherspoon, which yeah. I really, really enjoyed. Um, yeah, and um, he, what I think he hires someone to sort of document his life. And then he just brings this guy into his home, and he is like, as the name implies, just incredibly creepy. And he has this horrible wolf mask that he just that he puts on, and then (laughs) he just stands still, like looking at (laughs) looking at the camera. But the end, I don't want to give the end away, but it's horrible. It's just a really long shot where you see everything, and there's okay. You're waiting for something to happen, and then it actually does, and you see the whole thing, and you're just like, oh god! Like I was checking behind me in the last yeah, yeah, she, yeah.
2: yeah uh, I, I do get a response out of horror films that i get scared very easy watching right. horror films mm. and um i creeped out easy yeah. as yeah. well
1: yeah i think that's the um the point with like killer joe in that the, the tin scene is that the camera doesn't move yeah and yeah. so it's like how did they do it, that okay. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> just cover it up for as really yeah. well <laughs> um Okay, just before we finish, what's what was the first film you watched in uh, the first film of the new decade that you watched? Ooh. Oh, God, that's a good question. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> I'm a journalist. You are, yeah. <laughs> Hitting all the hard hit questions. Don't, yeah. I don't
2: think it started well, you know. I oh, think no. I watched that thingy nine, the um, Ryan Reynolds thing on Netflix. Oh, I've not seen that.
0: Is it like an action film? Yes, yeah. I've seen it advertised. It looked a little bit naff. Yeah. Awful. Why like, did you start with that? I do, because <laughs>
2: Ryan Reynolds said, "This I do like is Ryan Reynolds. the best film I've ever made, and considering I've made Deadpool, mm. that's saying something." And I know how much you love making Deadpool, so I thought, Ryan, I trust you. <laughs> and um, it, yeah, it was just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, but in Ocean Eleven, Oceans Eleven, with more
0: explosions. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm trying to find my um, most recently watched list thing on Netflix because I can't think what what I've seen. The only thing that stood out for me recently is the BBC version of Dracula. Oh, yeah. um, That I'd I'd sort of watched going into the new year, Mm -hmm. um, which I really enjoyed. Um, I've seen a few people sort of say that they didn't like the third episode, which is set in modern day. I
0: still haven't watched the third episode.
1: Right. But it's like, well, like Mark Gatiss does um, Sherlock. It's mm. just got that same sort of feel to it. So yeah, it, it's like a classic he makes story. it
0: cool and yeah. modern without sort of taking away from any of the, like you say, the the classic yeah. story aspect of it.
1: So um, yeah, uh, that's that's probably I can't think of a film that I've seen mm. in the the past. Yeah, Aladdin no, it's Days. all been catching up on TV. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is, uh, it's really bad. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch that like, The Ritual tonight, so I'll uh, I'll let you know what I thought. Of yeah, that. Good, <laughs>
0: good, good, good. I watched The Death of Stalin. I watched that over Christmas. Yeah. It's it so oh. funny. Oh, oh have it you good? not see, I haven't seen it? It looks the good. Best. You know comedies. when you said before
1: about someone that you it annoyed you that Kevin Costner spoke in his American accent. Mm. But that's the thing that I liked I about The Death in Stalin.
0: They're all English in yeah.
1: Russia. Well, they yeah, they like Armando Iannucci basically went, don't try and do as uh, Russian accent. Just speak with your own voices. So, Stalin like a 50s
2: second world war film.
1: Um no, no, it's not that over the top. Right. No, oh, no, 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 not at all. So, um, but it's like, so like Stalin's council, I mm-hmm. guess you could say, made up of obviously different actors. So like the army general is a British guy, but he's Cockney. So you've just got like the full on Cockney voice, but Steve Buscemi is in it as well. So there's also, there's an American accent in yeah. there too. And it's just, and like Stalin's Cockney. It's so it's just so brilliant. funny. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: so funny. And there's so many different types of humour in it as well. Yeah. Like really dry, quite dark, silly. Yeah. Um, the, the, there's a bit of the sequence at the start where there's an orchestra playing and Stalin calls and says, yes. "I want, I want, like a copy, I want you to record that that playing." And it's already finished. And then the guy that's running it, who who it's is Paddy
1: Constantine, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. And um, so he's running around like, "Sit down, like yeah, yeah. sit down, We've like got yeah, do we the need to do it again." again. Um, <laughs> but it's the bit where he's talking. He's just gotten off the phone and Stalin or whoever spoke to him is like, "Call me back in 19 minutes." And yeah, he's yeah. saying to his assistant, "Did I?" when did I call? Like, was it four minutes ago? And the guy's yeah. like, I don't know, because I didn't take the call. And he's like, yeah, you keep saying that. Uh, not helping.
1: God, <laughs> like, has it been five minutes? Is it from when he started calling or, or from when he hung up? It's, it... just,
0: it's just brilliant. <coughs> I yeah. love
1: the bit when they try, they're moving his body back to his bedroom. Yeah. And it's like, because when he tired, he wet himself. So they're picking it up. It's like, oh no, why have I got to get this? <laughs> it's like, just carry him.
0: But, and, yeah, and they do little bits like, as people are like rushing in cause they've heard that he's died, but they do it in slow motion and you've got yeah. one of them like,
2: Oh, we late. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like,
0: it's just, it's honestly good. And I think that's actually a good way to finish because I reckon that's a, a feel good film.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You, yes, like, yeah, it It's is, a yeah. feel good film. Yeah.
0: Like we were saying, like the subject doesn't feel good, yeah. but it, they've made it feel good. Yeah.
1: yeah, It doesn't take away for, like the, the bits that's kind of nearer the end. Um, It it, it does remind you that actually that was a horrible like regime, and they were all psychopaths.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, it's very very dark.
1: But yeah, but it is generally you're going to come
2: out of it going, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, brilliant. We'll end it there. Cool. Cool.